Hey, welcome to the death of a dream where we talk about dreams and chasing them and not settling because we don't want to and we really want to live our dreams but we're going in the corner like ah, can i i don't know i really always wanted to be an actress can i do that yeah you can that's what i'm here to tell you like there are some dreams that are absolutely going to have to die absolutely off of the table cannot happen and you are not supposed to be walking in this world going, oh, well, hmm, I don't know, I guess, you know, my life was supposed to play out that way. It didn't. Now I have nothing. I guess I just die. Right? And like, okay, Hannah, you're being so dramatic. And I am being extremely dramatic, but like, that's just it. Life is not supposed to be some fruitless adventure because you failed one time, because you came up short. There are still dreams, there's still a purpose, there's still a reason for you to be here. And I don't know what that is, but I know you know what that is. I know you know what that is. I know that you do. You're afraid of what it is. You got lost in what it is, but you know what it is. And that's the work that we do here right? Helping you to find your way back. Helping you to stand firmly in what you know to be true, or at least in the pursuit of what your heart longs for. We weren't put on this earth to not find dreams, to not go after something. And no, like, you're not supposed to live it through your kids or through someone else. Like, you are supposed to have those things. You are. You're entitled to them. Yes, you are. You were born, you were put on this earth as a soul. Your soul's pursuit in life. What is that? I think you know what it is. I think you don't want to know what it is. I think you want to hide from what it is. I think you know what it is. Okay, so part of that restructuring is standing in our truth, standing in our own reality, calling some greatness back into our life, okay? That's a great pillar to start. Start rebuilding our confidence, start rebuilding our skill set in calling on our greatness. And so we do that every day by practicing greatness grounding, which is just basically a practice of you talking about how amazing you are and getting super comfortable with it. Because this is one of the biggest friction points that I find as women specifically, even if you're not a woman, just as humans, we forget how amazing we are. We forget how amazing the world is. We tend to just lose that and find some greater call for greatness that we couldn't be experiencing it right now, right? Because maybe we aren't on the exact path or maybe we aren't chasing the dreams or maybe we've come up short. But I'm here to say the experience is really up to you. So do you want to call it into your life or don't you? Okay, well, I would like to call more greatness into my life. So I am going to go ahead and continue practicing and also exemplifying this practice of daily 
greatness grounding for you. Okay, so my great thing is, well, let's see. Um, Yesterday and the day before, I had checked all of my boxes on my 5 and 5 Greatness Planner, which is something that I came up with as a management system of myself, right? That was my biggest struggle. Hey, how does one <laughs> manage a day that's completely up to them? And so I kind of took a mixture of how I used to manage my day before in corporate environments and how I'm required to manage my day now and mix that up with what inspires me, what would push me, tested a couple of different theories, broke it down into this sort of minimalist approach to managing your day because I was getting so overwhelmed with everything. And that all came out to be the five and five planner. And yeah, the last two days, all boxes checked. We've stayed consistent with the the exact hour by hour timeline that I've set for myself. We've not really gone astray from that. And even yesterday, right? All checked boxes. And while I realized I'm on three day high and we could fall off very quickly today, everything could go awry. But even in the awry days, I still have to sit down and make a plan. And one of my biggest challenges with the plans is that everything seems more fun. And while the plan doesn't mean that we can't have any fun, it means that we need to plan the fun too. So like, even if I'm just going to go get a cup of coffee with someone does that fit into the plan? Yeah, let's put it in there, right? I can't remember. What did I write yesterday? Uh, volleyball game. I was going to take the girls to a volleyball game. Well, that's going to take up part of my day. That's going to take up some of my time. And I can put it on there. It's a, it's a to-do item, even when it's fun. Like, let's plan that in. Let's make that a part of the day. Yesterday, I wrote down shower. Did I, sh I showered yesterday? Huh. I'm not smelling the greatest, considering. Okay, regardless, right? Like, I can't just tap out every time that there's something shiny. And I'm getting better at holding myself to that. Um, yesterday, <laughs> right? Because I'm like, oh my gosh, phone calls for three hours. Here for it. Let's talk. Yes, please. Because honestly, hey, I can tap out from anything and I can tap out from anything because really this is the real work, right? Helping people. And while it is, I can't help unless I'm also in full health for myself. And full health looks like me accomplishing the things that I need to accomplish that I have set forth to accomplish. And so I end up feeling drained, not only energetically drained because I just sort of tapped into someone else's problems and empathetically, I like pull in and want to solve all those or want to take on that energy in order to better like intuitively fix and speak to what's going on. And I can do those things, but I have to hold myself accountable to my own timeline. 
to my own structure? Do I have time to take that on? Do I even have the energetic space to take that on? Or do I not? And then fit it where it can fit. And listen, I'm not always planning to live by this structure, but for right now, like we're in training wheels phase, okay? We have to create this habit. And I had gotten out of the habit. I had to sort of regain consciousness here and rebuild my way there to doing this, to making this happen, to sitting down, doing my homework every single day, to sitting down and making sure that we're keeping up with the launch strategy, to sitting down and making sure that we're actually writing a launch strategy, all of these things. And so if someone would ask me, hey, how's work going? Hey, you know what? It's going great. Went ahead and got the book launched. So that's in launch mode. I'm just getting pre-submits, pre-orders of the book right now, and then going into writing mode, right? But like, these are tangible things that I can talk about. And so the frustration doesn't come from people asking. And I've had that frustration before. And I think, right, it's not their frustration or them judging me as much as it is me judging me, or in the past, me judging me because I knew that I wasn't working to my fullest potential. And that's not my fault, right? Like a lot of stuff happened and I actually have Friday's um, pod planned to talk about the catching of the breath and the reason that you can't just go from full go mode into full go even more mode, how there has to be some sort of fall off and resurgence and better understanding because you're essentially learning how to breathe again. You're learning how to walk again. You're learning how to do everything again. And so there are going to be training wheel periods. There are going to be days where you do it all good and days where you don't. But like you're learning a whole new way of existing as a human being. And that is not to be taken lightly. It takes time. It takes love and it takes a whole lot of effort. So that'll be Friday. Today, my great thing is just like checking off the list, holding myself to this schedule, even when I want shiny things, right? Making sure that I'm, I'm scheduling or coordinating shiny things in off hours instead of on hours and not taking away from on hours. Or if shiny things come up and they seem more fun and I want to go do that, making sure that I'm compensating for that time. So that looks like maybe working this weekend or that looks like working a late night I'm, I'm the boss. <laughs> so I have to hold myself accountable like I would an employee. And what a great place to start. And go ahead and ground yourself in all of your greatness. But just know that you, you're it. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, whether you feel like you're in control of your life or not, you are, or at least you certainly should be. And so you're, you're the CEO, you're the boss. What do you want to do? And what's taking you away from accomplishing that? Okay. 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 So today I wanted to talk about changing the world. This is what I suggest to you after every single podcast. And Hannah, what a 
dramatic thing to say. And yeah, welcome. <laughs> we know. Okay. If you even read the title, you could assume that this might be a dramatic approach to this topic. So yeah, change the world. Why do I even make that suggestion? Well, here's where it comes from. Okay. Right. Because you're going, oh my gosh, I'm so small. I only work here. I only do this. I live in a small town. I come from a small town. I I can't even imagine changing the world. How does one change the world? Well, changing the world comes with this idea, right? That in order to change the world, one should start with oneself. And while I didn't start the podcast (laughs) with that intention, I was like, listen, I got to change lives, which means I got to be in front of people, which means I need to say something, which means I need to get out and do this work. And I began to, over time, realize the work that needed to be done was not on other people as much as it was on myself. And so that became the sole purpose of this work, sort of as a manifesto, if one should have it, for living your dream life and starting with yourself. In order to change the world, you have to change yourself, right? Start with yourself. And so if I could inspire people to focus on themselves, to come back into their flow and their knowing and their understanding, their terms for their life, What would happen if we all started to turn on our own lights? And so many of us are just working through this life and through this world with our light either half on because we're like, oh, I'm kind of excited to do this work. It's sort of in alignment with what I saw myself doing, right? We're sort of just happy and settling for B or C versions of what we truly wanted or what we truly knew we were capable of. And so... We're going through the world, limited and unlit. And changing the world starts with changing yourself. And the bigger realization that in order to sort of fully light ourselves, and once we are fully lit, or at least more lit than we were before, imagine how many light bulbs light in response to our light. Right. And so even if I could just change one person, I don't know that one person's impact on the people around them. If I could change two people, I don't know the impact of that one person and the people around them because of them choosing to live life on their own terms. And um, what would that look like? And so that's essentially how we change the world. So it's like, oh, the old seashell or starfish analogy here. <laughs> Let's get real philosophical, right? The little boy is throwing the starfishes back into the water, whatever, someone comes up and the whole beach is filled with starfish. And he says, well, why would you even bother doing that? Because you're never going to be able to save them all. They're washing up faster than you can throw them back. And he said, but I changed that one. But I saved that one. Right? And that's what we're talking about. Like you saving yourself is changing the world. How isn't it? Right? Because the three people 
that come into your stratosphere that realize that you're different, which maybe means the world is different, which maybe means I could focus on myself, which maybe means I could establish my own terms, which maybe means I don't have to settle for misery. That the collective is supposed to live in light and happiness. And maybe I don't have to settle. And so what if your light can do that? What if your light can provide that for someone? Even if you're not out on a podcast or writing books or like intentionally going out and changing the world, vibrationally, just your existence of choosing your existence can change the world because you, you, you change one. And one is enough to change millions. And one is enough to change and shift the entire world, right? And so I think about that a lot because it's like, why continue to do this work? Maybe this work was supposed to stop here. Maybe, right? But I don't think the work ever ends because I'll never be done healing and continuing to understand this path and this life and how you are to navigate the world. And so the work isn't over. It's, it's wasn't over. It still isn't over. The notebook. Also, that is on my landing page for my book. <laughs> it isn't over. It, it wasn't over. It still isn't over. However that goes. Whatever. Right? And then you go into like this fit of passion and here's the deal. It isn't. Your life isn't over. Plan A may look like plan A plus. Right? Plan, gosh, I really thought that it was going to go this way at 18, but sheesh, certainly got some things thrown in my way, certainly got lost. But why don't those terms still exist for you? Why don't those dreams still exist? Well, some of you are going, and this is the one that I hear all the time. And these were ones that I used for myself. Ah, yeah, man. Athlete, <laughs> gonna make it big, gonna go to the majors. Gotta hurt, gotta hurt, gotta hurt. But that was gonna be him. And then they sort of do this. And I notice this when people talk about this or even like I talked to some parents this weekend. They were talking about their child and how oh, they were going to make it big. But um, then they had a, a knee injury. And then that sigh, that one. <laughs> and listen, now you're not going to be able to not notice it, but Listen, when people are talking about their dreams and the way that life was supposed to work out for them, there is always that sign. Because it's like this collective understanding that the world was meant to be so much more, but you sort of got dealt these cards, right? And so the world just wasn't meant to be more for you or for them or for whoever, right? And, ah! I want to relieve people from that sigh. And I want people to take that sigh out of the equation and say, well, that was sort of a weird hand of cards, but know that everything that is played out to you was supposed to. Your job 
is to understand how the dots connect. Your job is to figure out where that is meant to lead you. But it wasn't meant to lead you into something that wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't meant to lead you into a life that was sort of unamazing for you. Right? It wasn't meant to lead you down this path that was like, well, this feels pretty good, but um, I sort of hate everything. Uh, but, but, you know, pays the bills. Pays the bills. Living the dream. Da, 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 da. Come on. That is not what higher powers had intended for human beings. I don't believe it for a second. I really don't. And I truly believe that everyone knows what it is. People just cower back. And that's exactly what this first book is about, right? Not only is it about my path, right? Season one, where we went, gosh, it was angry, but it's also breaking down this reality that we sort of always come back to the state of consciousness, of the understanding that we're aligned or we aren't, right? And think about your own life. How often have you gotten to that breaking point where you're like, oh no, this isn't it, right? And when did you cower back or when did you make that decision and what did it look like? And that's where we're writing from, the understanding that all of the phases that you're experiencing are pretty typical, pretty standard human practice. And if you would like to take the more aligned path, then it would take you standing in your own truth, standing and looking at the reality that your life has sort of dealt to you and understanding how all of the cards connect and how this was meant. This was your divine path, that this was how you were supposed to experience this, that these were the people, that these were the instances, that you are the example. And so if you can stand and you can say, well, what are my dreams? What do I see myself doing? And you stop just swaying wherever the world takes you, right? Then maybe, maybe if we write about it in that way, maybe we can get more people to turn on their lights. And pretty soon, right? And as I'm like, reviewing numbers and, and seeing things grow and and more people coming to me and saying, yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I, want, I want to live in the fullness that I've been called to live in. I want to experience life the way that you're talking about. I, I want this. And as more people are saying that, and I think it's a mixture of where the world is right now, as more people are saying that, and I'm seeing more lights turn on. And I'm seeing numbers grow from what started as like five listeners per episode, then grew to 10, now around 25. And like, you're going, oh, well, that's no big deal. It is a big deal. You started at zero. You're now able to 
to captivate. And if I was sitting in a room, that number would be extremely overwhelming to me. Believe me, I just talked to 12 people and I was like, oh, whew, that's a lot of energies in a room, right? I couldn't even imagine us energetically sitting in one room, right? We're sitting around having coffee together, having these discussions. You're asking questions of me. We're having full blown discussions. We're energetically connecting and aligning and I, it would blow my mind. And we're steadily growing and we're beautifully growing and you can't just like run and jump out of the box and then go, ha, ah, everybody live your dreams. Nah, nah, nah. Like I want to approach it differently. And I really wanted to start with myself. And so many people are like, oh my gosh, wow, how cool you do that. That's really amazing. Well, the amazing part is that I can't even tell you exactly what it was, but I can tell you your willingness to keep showing up for yourself will get you there over time. And if I could inspire anything, it would be to go back into yourself and listen, right? And I teach that from a team strategy side with culture work that I do with teams and getting them to work together, right? It's this understanding that you've always known. And from my own self-experience, right? We've been doing this work for three years now, trying to better understand, trying to heal and find my way back to my terms. And that's not just something you wake up and you're like, I'm going to live life on my terms. <laughs> Done. Well, no. It takes time, it takes healing, it takes breaking down, it takes building back up, it takes all of those things, and the work will likely never be done, but your willingness to continue moving, your willingness to determine that you are the one, and really, your willingness to keep going forward for yourself. And I want to write from a place of inspiration to, to do that, but then guidance of what you may experience when you decide that this is the path that you're going to take and not a place of, here's what you should do. Here's the exact path. Just a place of, here's what I experienced. Here's what my research individuals experienced. This is normal. You'll be okay because a lot of people feel like they're on an island when they're doing this work, right? When you're doing really deep self-work and you're starting to chase your dreams, you often are alone. And I don't feel like you should be alone in that. And I'm going to write this first book from that place. And that's what this podcast and this work has always been about. What if I can go forth first? <laughs> right? What if I can go forth first? What if I can set the stage? What if I can heal myself from where I am right now, from what I'm staring at, which was the death of a million dreams, right? What if I can save myself? Then maybe I can inspire other people to do the same. And the truth of the matter is, there were no outside influences. There were 
a ton of tools, there were a ton of books, there were a ton of things, but that isn't really a copyable process. You already know what the next step is. And that's what I want to inspire, is people to just continue taking the next step. And if you would want to change the world, you would have to start with yourself first. And I encourage everyone to go out and change the world in this way. Because you have to do it with your whole heart. You can't half heal yourself and heal other people. It takes full healing. It takes full heart. We want you working in your passion with your full capacity. Broken people can't take people where they need to go because, hey, coming from a broken person right here, I always want to just help and tap out and go and dive in and excuse myself from the work that I need to be doing, right? But I can't. And my want to even do that means there's still work to be done. And we all got work to do. And I want all of us to change the world. You do that by illuminating yourself, right? By being the light. And honestly, the book goes up for pre-order. <laughs> uh, I'll actually link the landing page in the show notes. But like, it's you. You're the one who can change your world and you're the one who can change the world. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, and if you enjoyed this and you got something from it, then please share it. We want more lights in this world as it helps us just illuminate and change the world around us. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful 
point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, my hope every day in closing is that you go out and you change the world. And that seems like such a big, all-encompassing suggestion, right? And like, Hannah, wow, what a bold suggestion to put out there to all of your listeners. But it's this understanding that in order to change the world, you have to start with yourself, right? You can't really change the world half-heartedly. It's going to take all of you. It's going to take all of us. It's going to take the world deciding that it wants to decide. And that's what we're talking about today. And more than anything, I just, I want to encourage you to start with yourself. And that's exactly where I started. And I'm talking about the book a little bit today. The first book, which goes on pre-order today. Um, And I just think that it speaks to this whole idea that if you would start with yourself, if you would realistically examine and go through your life and connect your own dots, maybe you could find your way back to your normal state. Humans are supposed to dream. Humans are supposed to live in light, in love. And so many of us just get lost in the settling of it all. If you want to change the world, start with yourself. Let's go. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.